Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to Podcastage. Today, I am back with a review of another affordable microphone, the Personas M7. If you are interested in this microphone, it will cost you around $70. Like always, I'll throw some affiliate links in the description down below. For this review, I am running the microphone directly into the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen. 48 volts is on, gain is set at 2 o'clock, recording 24-bit, 48 kilohertz. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo or the lower third to see what I diddly did. Now let's talk about what comes in the box. How cool you are going to get a storage bag. You will of course get the microphone. You will get a firm mount with a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter an XLR cable that Tom Buck would absolutely love, and a little bit of documentation. Why did I say end? <laughs> I can't speak. Then as far as the build quality, this microphone does not feel that great at all. It has an all plastic body, which feels a little bit flimsy. You do get a metal mesh grill, which doesn't have any give to it. As we move around the microphone, there are no switches. On the bottom of the mic, you will find the XLR port, and if you care, this microphone is made in China. Next, as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 hertz to 18 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 38 dB, a self noise of 19 dBA, max SPL of 134 dB, an impedance of 150 ohms, and a phantom power requirement of plus 48 volts. Now I am spinning around the M7 to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to the rear of the mic. This is 180 degrees. Continuing around to the second 90 degree angle. Here we go, all that handling noise and rotating around and ending at the front of the mic. Now let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection of this microphone. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto, you pretentious prat. What? That's a new thing. <laughs> now I am right on top of the microphone to exaggerate the proximity effect, and here is how it sounds. Now I'm about six inches away from the microphone with it pointed at the corner of my mouth, and here is how it sounds. Here I am one foot away from the Personas M7, two feet away from the Personas M7, and now about four feet away from the Personas M7. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the elite gaming folk, now I am typing on the sad W and the spacebar keys. Now here is how the Personas M7 sounds in a fairly well-treated room. Forgive the poor lighting, it is dark outside, and I have zero desire to set up a bunch of lights, but here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated space. Now I want to test how effective the microphone is at rejecting shocks, so I'll start by tapping on my desk to see how much of that noise it can reject. And then I will tap on the boom arm. Now because I'm an annoying person, I am going to tap on the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. 
Next, like we always do, I'm going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the microphone we're reviewing and a handful of other microphones that are available so we can hear how it stacks up against the competition and hear it in the context of the market. Starting on the microphone we're reviewing, this is the Presonus M7, six inches away, gain set at two o'clock, and here's how it sounds. Now I am on the Neewer NW700, which goes for about 20 to $30, Six inches off, gain dropped to 12 o'clock, and here is how this sounds compared to a microphone that is about two to three times the price. Back again on the Presonus M7, here is how it sounds, nothing has changed, next mic. Next, I am on the Tascam TM80, which goes for about $70, six inches off, gain back at two o'clock, and here is how it compares to the M7. Let's do more. I think this is the penultimate microphone, but this is your palate cleanser on the M7. Let's go to the next one. Next, I am on the Audio-Technica AT2020. This goes for about $100. I am six inches off. My gain is still set at two o'clock, and here is how this sounds compared to the M7. Let's go back and do one more, I think. And we have one final microphone. You all know what it's going to be, but this is the Presonus M7. Let's go to that final mic. And finally, we are on the Neumann, hello Neumann, U87AI. This goes for about $3,700. Certainly not a fair comparison. I am on the cardioid mode, no pad, no filter, six inches off, gain drop to around 12 o'clock. And here is how this sounds compared to a micro, I'm not even gonna do the math, it's a lot cheaper but here's how it compares. That's it for the microphone comparison. I didn't want to drag this out. Let's now go to the music test. Pretends to control animals But we know that isn't true You'll find him squeezing through your air vents while you work Because his name is Eugene Toombs Yeah, if you know, you know. In 1993, he went to sleep for 30 years. That means 2023? Oh boy, he's coming back. And do you know what that means? You better watch your livers, boys and girls. Watch your livers. Some people know what I'm talking about. Others think I'm losing my mind. Well, they're not mutually exclusive. Let's go to the conclusion. <laughs> All right, I don't know what else to say other than I don't really understand who this microphone is for. But first up, as far as pros, I thought the microphone functioned pretty decently in an untreated space. I also appreciated that it didn't have any kind of resonant frequencies. It is also a relatively affordable microphone, 
and it comes with an XLR cable. But then as far as the cons of this microphone, the build quality leaves a little bit to be desired. It feels cheap. It doesn't feel as though it's going to last very long. And then secondly, and arguably much more important, the sound of this microphone. I don't think it sounds very good. But then as far as my overall thoughts and opinions of the M7, on the electric guitar, that is my favorite application because it does have that roll-off in the lows and low mids that leads to the guitar sounding controlled. It's not muddy. It is not boxy. Then we get a very mid-forward sound, and I think that can sound quite appealing on the electric guitar, making it sound punchy and a little bit aggressive. And then the upper, upper frequencies, the treble and the air, they're not the worst that I have heard, but it's not really a lively sound. It's missing a lot of that high-end information, and it's not the most exciting sound. Then on the acoustic guitar, I was not a fan of this microphone for this instrument. The low end is controlled, so it doesn't come across muddy or boomy or overpowering, but then we get to the mids. That's where I really dislike this microphone because it made the acoustic sound like the acoustic had a head cold. <laughs> I don't think that's a flattering sound, so I would not be reaching for this microphone for the acoustic. And on top of that, it doesn't seem lively. It doesn't seem exciting. It seems kind of dull. And all you get is a kind of, oh, God, I'm so sick. That kind of sound. <laughs> Next up for singing, it functions, but it doesn't sound great to my ears. The low end is still controlled and it rolls off a lot of that information. That's typically what you're going to be doing when you are mixing vocals. The mids, very forward, very present. If you don't want a mid forward sound, you're not going to like this. And then the top end comes across a little bit dull because the mids seem to really dominate the entire frequency spectrum. It can work. It's just not great. And finally, for spoken word, I think that roll-off in the lows and low mids is detrimental because it leaves the voice sounding like there's no weight or heft to it. Then you get this mid-forward sound on top of that, which makes it sound very congested and nasally. It makes me sound like I have a head cold too. So not only my guitar is sick, but I am sick. I do not like the sound of this microphone for spoken word. However... I did listen to my podcast that I made with this microphone. I didn't want to throw my headphones across the room. It functioned, but I don't think it's flattering. It can work, but it's less than great. It's very far from good sounding to my ears. And to wrap up what I recommend the Personas M7, I very rarely say this outright, but no. If you're stuck at the $70 price point, I think the Tascam TM80 sounded better, but if you can stretch your budget to $100, which I think you should, the AT2020 sounds miles better than the Personas M7. To boil it down and likely come across way too mean, if you're looking at standalone microphones, I don't think you should consider the M7 because I don't think it sounds very good. I very rarely say that, but if you are buying a Persona Studio Kit and the M7 comes in it, I think you can get some decent sounding recordings. You will have to work a little bit harder, but it functions. For a beginner microphone, it works. Other than that, I don't understand who this is for. I don't get it.
And that is it. If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up, hated it, big ol' thumbs down. Beneath me, YouTube thinks that video is perfect for you. You should watch it. These people over here are amazing. And that's it. I will talk to you on a later date. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, boop.